I would wear the watch and I would feel like, oh shit, I feel like I'm going to faint. And I would be like, well, I've only burned 900 calories, so I have 100 more to go. And I would push and push and push and push and push. Literally, I fainted running and I just couldn't fucking get back up. And for a year and a half after that, I was stuck in adrenal fatigue. I was stuck in burnout. Welcome to the Head to Heal podcast, where you'll go head over heels learning about how the body and the brain work together to either feed disease or fight it. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist and founder of The Mindful Clinic. With a background in nutrition, behavioral neuropsychology, and hypnosis, I'm going to walk you through the root cause of your symptoms and disordered behaviors. The body has an innate ability to heal. No one is destined for illness, and most, if not all, disorders can be reversed. Come with me as we develop a new understanding of how you can use your head to heal and truly thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Head to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist, hypnotherapist, and founder of The Mindful Clinic. Today, we're going to talk about why I took off my Apple Watch. Now, I got my Apple Watch, I think it was 2017 or 2018, by my loving husband who wanted to give me an awesome birthday present. So I got it on my birthday, which was, is September 20th. And it was perfect for me at the time because at that time in my life, I was a fucking workout psychopath. <laughs> I basically only ran all day long and then starved myself. And I was like fresh out of um, school becoming nutritionist. So I was very orthorexic. I was terrified of um, any carbohydrates. I was like on really strict candida diet. So I was like starving myself, running like full marathons in the morning, waking up at 4 a.m., double dosing my ADHD medication, double dosing pre-workout with stimulants. And I was a fucking mess. And so when he gave me the Apple Watch, it actually came at the most opportune time because every crazy psychopath behavior that I had leading up to that point actually just times 10, times 10 once I put that watch on my hand. Now, besides the fact that the Apple Watch is fucking hideous, like I don't care what band you have on it. It's awful. It's not cute. You can't dress it up. I hate it. I think it's ugly. Um, other than that fact, there's a reason why I no longer wear it. I still have the Apple Watch and I, I really do love it, especially because it was just such a good gesture from my husband. And I, even though it was ugly, I have a really nice uh, band on it and you know I dressed it up and I wore it for quite some time. So let me just tell you what started to happen once I started to wear this watch. I was already in psychopath, like beyond past the point <laughs> of no return, okay? I was already in psychopath era. And I put the watch on and what started to happen is sometimes in the morning, so I'd wake up at 4 a.m. and I would get to the gym and I would run for one to two hours. And so without the watch, what would happen is there was actually this amazing woman who I met at the time at the gym that would run beside me and we would kind of get competitive with one another. And now I'm really good friends with her daughter, who is also my photographer, and she's getting married next week in Vancouver. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see your wedding. But without the watch... I would just run and compete against this <laughs> lady who is quite older than me, but could honestly kick my ass. And, you know, when I would start to feel fatigued, I would push myself a little bit more and then push myself a little bit more. But eventually I would just stop and not every day look the same. You know, like I wouldn't I would I could see how many calories I was burning on the treadmill for sure. But it didn't feel as personal as it did once I put that watch on, because once I put that watch on, I wouldn't leave the workout 
that started at 4 a.m. in the morning until I burned over a thousand calories. It's like I could be almost dropping dead, which actually is how I got to adrenal fatigue um, in this time in my life. And the watch was a huge part of that, which is why I don't wear it anymore. But I would wear the watch and I would feel like, oh shit, I feel like I'm going to faint. And I would be like, well, I've only burned 900 calories, so I have 100 more to go. And I would push and push and push and push and push until I basically closed all of my rings, except for the standing goal, before people are awake in the morning. And you know, then it was, that wasn't good enough. And I had to up my goal and up my goal and up my goal until like basically, literally I fainted running and I just couldn't fucking get back up. And for a year and a half after that, I was stuck in adrenal fatigue. I was stuck in burnout. And that was one of the biggest life lessons I've ever had because I knew that the way that I was doing things, I could not continue to do them. I'm very grateful for this time period, even though it was awful for me. You know, I gained like 60 pounds. I, my binge eating disorder took a, a huge turn, but it, it forced me to actually go back to school, learn about the nervous system. It forced me to learn how to regulate my nervous system. It forced me to step back into the feminine, to focus on manifesting. I built my business at this time, like once I got better from the adrenal fatigue. So anyways, I'm going to keep that aside and focus on the watch. But what started to happen was when I was wearing the watch, I would hit about five kilometers on the treadmill and then I would start to get this like chest pain and it was right where my heart is and it was, I was on the left side and it would like, I would feel it go all the way down my arm. And, you know, most people would be like, oh, <laughs> that might be a heart attack. So like, maybe you should stop running, but I would just push past it and run so I could hit my calorie goal or close the rings or whatever it is. And every time this only started happening, once I started putting the watch on, I made the connection actually a lot later on, but every time I would run, I would get this chest pain. And then until eventually what happened, I think it was in December of 2018. So this is after wearing the watch for a few months, I fainted and went to the hospital and in the hospital, they did all these blood tests and troponin, which is this like enzyme that gets released when your heart's in a state of a heart attack was elevated for my age. And so they basically kept me at the hospital, like saying that I was like having a heart attack. Now tests were completely inconclusive. I did not have a full blown heart attack, but troponin was elevated past the point of where it normally should be, which tells me that, or which told them, which is why they kept me there, that something was going on from a heart perspective that was um, not good, <laughs> not typical for somebody just doing a workout. So after I had this major crash, even just walking up the stairs, I would get really lightheaded. I developed something called POTS, with it, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. So my heart just like couldn't regulate properly um, and couldn't keep up with my movement. So I basically was like bedridden and all I did was like eat and get so depressed. And I don't know how much of this had to do with the running or the watch or the like addiction to stimulants, but all of it together was a disaster. And so I took off my watch because my watch all day long would be like, oh, like you should stand up or like close your rings and like would just like send me these things to basically move. And it would frustrate me so much because I'm so competitive that I couldn't follow through. So I will say not everybody is this type of archetype. I work with a lot of women and there's there's various categories that people kind of fall into, like not to make everybody the same, but 
But I, I see specific categories. So one category, one archetype of client that I work with that resonates so much with me is the like athlete. These people are highly, highly competitive. They push themselves past the point of no return. And this, this is the people I'm talking to, okay? If you typically, if it's hard for you to even get yourself to do anything, the watch might be a good idea for you and might have positive benefits in getting you to like go for a walk or hit the rings because you're not at risk necessarily for like taking it too far, okay? But for me and for a lot of the people that I work with who are in this like highly competitive type A category, wearing that watch is going to make you so fucking out of tune with your body that you're going to completely disassociate from what your body needs and what your body's trying to tell you. And you're just going to follow a piece of fucking technology that was built by whoever and like ignore your basic bodily needs which actually in turn is going to not get you the result that you want, because especially if you're using it for health, right? And if we believe that the body wants to be healthy when the body is balanced, it's not holding on to any amount of weight. When I was pushing myself at the gym, running and running and running, I, my weight was actually very stagnant. Like I was still about 20 pounds overweight and it would not move. And part of that was I was always in the fight or flight and my hormones were so dysregulated. But the other part of it was just like, I was not resting. I was just following the piece of technology. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't connected. And so the first reason why I took off the Apple Watch to begin with was because it it completely disconnected me from my body. I get too competitive with myself and it created a state of chaos and dysregulation rather than actually bringing me towards my goals, okay? When we think that we are not doing enough, it makes you more out of tune with your body because if you're not listening to the signal that your body's trying to tell you, then you're not ever gonna be able to have that relationship with the body where you push yourself when you need to push yourself and you hold back when your body needs rest. And actually so much of my program is really teaching people how to get in tune with the body because the body wants to be healthy. Your body's never gonna lead you down the road of obesity. It's really the nervous system that looks for those hits, that pleasure, that dopamine. Right. So when we can rejoin the nervous system and the body and we can establish a healthy relationship with the body and we can listen to what the body's trying to tell us, then the body's actually going to release so much more weight because it doesn't need to hold on to it because you're not in any immediate danger and you're listening to what it has to say. It's going to feel so much safer and the body cannot let go of weight unless it feels safe. Yeah. So that was the first thing. The second thing is the EMF exposure. So I was already, before I got the watch, in a state of depletion. Like I was, my adrenals were shot and actually my nervous system was a disaster. Like just, I had parasites, candida, like I had all, everything you could think of because I ran myself into the ground so much so that I just picked up everything. <laughs> like my immune system was like, nope, we're out. So when we, I was already very depleted. I put the watch on and even though the like if we look at the safety risks from um the emf exposure on the watch the apple watch it's well below what we what is like deemed as unsafe so for example uh the world health organization classifies emf radiation as a class 2b carcinogen so emf radiation is a carcinogen it will lead to cancer right and so what we're looking at for something that's unhealthy is about 2 watts per kilogram okay the Apple Watch emits a radiation rate of 0.17 watts per kilogram, which is well below the safe limit. Mind you, like there's EMFs everywhere. It's not just in your Apple Watch, but the thing is like you're wearing the Apple Watch all day long, right? And the problem with this is like the Apple Watch, especially because it was on my left hand, like that's a direct line to the heart, direct line to the nervous system, the uh, vagus nerve. So 
that whole left side of the body like actually felt very paralyzed. And when I was running and I was already in a state of depletion, I started to get these symptoms of EMF toxicity. (laughs) And so some of the symptoms of EMF toxicity are things like redness, tingling, burning sensations. So when I was running, like I couldn't feel my fingertips. I remember having to like constantly flick them. And it was like, I felt dizzy. I felt nausea. My heart started palpitating. I developed POTS. Uh, I had so many digestive disturbances and so other things are, you know, fatigue, tiredness, concentration, difficulties, but these are all symptoms of EMF uh, toxicity. Not everybody who wears the watch is going to get this, okay? And that's why I preface this by telling you my whole story about, you know, how depleted I really was and how not aligned with my my honest self, my truth, like with health. I was before I put that watch on, but the watch was just kind of like the nail in the fucking coffin. Like it was the last straw that broke that camel's back. And that pain that I felt in my chest as I was running was because that watch was on that left side. Right. And so it's like, once I took that, that watch off, I stopped getting that pain and I'm not blaming the Apple watch. Like, fuck, don't sue me, Apple, please. But when you're already in a state of adrenal fatigue and then we're exposed to like a major toxicity, we're going to feel it more than the average person. So this is when people start getting things like MCS, like um, multiple chemical sensitivities, right? And I remember when I was studying nutrition, I had this teacher, his name was uh, Paul Demita. He was one of my favorite teachers. He's brilliant. And he taught us how he got into this field because he developed multiple chemical sensitivities. All of a sudden he could smell the perfume of the person in the car that was driving in front of him. Like he was so fucking sensitive to this stuff. It like gave him headaches and he would feel sick and nauseated. And this is exactly how I started to feel when I put on that watch. And I remember one day I was going to get gas. I put gas in the car and the smell of the gas made me feel so sick. I had a panic attack. And so I'm telling you guys all of this, not to scare you away from Apple Watches, but to tell you my experience with Apple Watch and why I'll never wear it, nor will I ever wear a Fitbit. Because in reality, I believe that it is so much more important and so much more valuable for you to establish a relationship with yourself and with your body and create that motivation intrinsically rather than listening to external validation or something outside of you to tell you what to do. This is no different than following a meal plan. This is no different than fucking macro counting or calorie counting or whatever the fuck you're going to do that your brain is going to think I'm smarter than your body. As long as you are not connected, as long as you disassociate from the body, as long as the brain follows a plan or pushes itself past the point of no return or looks to something else to tell it how to feel or what to do, you will always remain disassociated. And then weight loss or weight releasing the extra weight becomes quite difficult from a place of finding balance, because in order to find balance, you have to establish that relationship with yourself and with your body. Hi, babes. I am so excited to talk to you about my signature program, The Mindful Method. This is the exact same method that I have been using with hundreds of successful clients to help you heal your relationship to food, to increase confidence and to lose weight without dieting or killing yourself at the gym. If you're sick of not feeling like your best self, if you're sick of promising yourself that you'll start again on Monday, if you're sick of going on restrictive diets only to gain back the weight, 
I can tell you right now that if you gained it back, it did not work. You know what's healthy and what's not. You do. You just continue to choose the unhealthy option anyways. And a meal plan will not solve this issue. There is no amount of restriction or discipline or willpower that is going to stop you from self-sabotaging. The body follows the mind. Imagine a life where you don't have to think about what you can or can't eat. Imagine a life where you feel confident in all of your clothes, where every day in every way your body rebalances and you lose all of the weight so you find the truest, healthiest version of yourself. Imagine never having to start again on Monday. This is what happens when you focus on transforming the brain so weight loss is effortless. The body follows the mind and it's time you actually get to the root cause of your issue. If you are ready to transform and find the truest, healthiest version of you without letting go of your favorite foods, I invite you to fill out the application in my bio. And if you're a good fit, we'll be in touch soon. Back to regular programming. Okay. I love you guys. This was a short little teaser, but I've had a lot of questions on the Apple Watch and I just wanted to make it very clear for why I do not wear it. Although there is a whole archetype of women who I believe it would benefit from it. And those are the people who really cannot motivate themselves at all. Okay. But if you ever feel like it's pushing you beyond what it feels natural, then just fucking take it off. Okay, guys, depending on when you are listening to this, I want to talk to you about the 1111 event. Okay, so this event on November 11th, 2023, this year, coming up so soon at the beautiful and luxurious One Hotel, this is a completely whole different approach to health. Okay, the nervous system is the crux of our experience. Instead of treating the body, you need to understand the connection between the mind and the body. The body does not manifest anything without the brain telling it to, consciously or subconsciously. In my decades of working in the health field, one thing is certain. Health is more than just the vitality of your body. It's your environment. It's your relationships. It's how you think and feel about yourself. It's creating that balance. All of this impacts your physical experience. This is how I was able to release all of the weight, like over 70 pounds in one year without dieting or exercising. It's creating that mind-body connection. Be Whole, Mind, Body, Soul is the name of the event. And this is an event that's going to teach you how to reprogram your mind, how to heal your body, and how to connect to your soul's purpose so you can get back in the driver's seat of your life and make the most of your experience. I work with too many people who feel stuck unaligned, lethargic, and generally just don't fucking like themselves. They are desperately attempting to find discipline and start going to the gym or change their eating behavior, which lasts for a few days before they inevitably fall off. If you don't change the brain, nothing really changes. On 11.11, I'm going to show you how easy it is to completely change your life and your health. Join us for the full day of of a transformative experience at the One Hotel in Toronto. All of the food is included. There's an amazing gift bag full of health and wellness products. And I promise you will never be the same again. I'll see you there. If you liked this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe. And I'll see you back on another episode of the Head to Heal podcast. Bye.